we're in First John chapter 4, starting with the 12th verse. No man has seen God at any time. No man has seen God at any time. Amazing. He's a spirit. Yes. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. God is a spirit. Now his spirit dwells within us. It's perfected in us. Perfected in me? Yes. Wow. You know how it's perfected? It's that spirit of God. That's what God sees. God is a spirit, and God's Holy Spirit now dwells within our mm. spirit. That's the born-again experience we now have. That's what God sees within us now is that spirit that he's given us. That's why it says we are now perfected in love. And our spirit's what's been perfected, not our mind or conscience yet. No. That's why it's so confusing for people, because they're saying, once they've been born again, well, there's really no change in my thinking and my understanding of God. Well, that's because the only thing that's been perfected is your spirit. That's right. And so we need to keep that in mind. That's what's been perfected. Now what we're trying to do is to combat the lies now by God's teachings of truth. Okay, so we're talking about the knowing the Word of God. We have to get our mind renewed to the perfected spirit that's in us, the nature of God that's in us. That's exactly okay. right. That's exactly what we're trying to do is get our mind wrapped around what has been given to us. That's why the Holy Spirit is always reaching out. I call it reaching out to our soulish realm. He's trying to renew that. He's trying to give us awareness of this is what you now have within you. You don't have to be thinking like this anymore. You don't have to be feeling condemnation and guilt now. That spirit is just touching your soulish realm, trying to renew your way of thinking. So the spirit is always pressing into us, so to speak. I think so. So as we seek him, he's right there. He's right there, ready, knowing everything and knowing what need to be revealed to us at that very moment. You're right. He's wanting to reveal to us what we need to hear at the time to help us grow. Where we get that picture is from the Word. That's why the Word's so important. Because that's what sets you free. Yes. Is understanding that truth, and you're no longer believing the lies of the devil. So the Spirit of God wrote the Word. The Word of God is God-breathed. So now we go to Hebrews 4.12. Let me read this scripture to you out of the Amplified. Okay. We got to know God now. We got to know the Spirit of God in us. The only way we do that is by reading the Word. The only thing God's trying to do now is reveal His love to us to set us free. That's what sets us free. That truth. That truth. We need to know the truth. Yes. And the truth is the Word of God. Yes. Okay, for the Word of God, this is Hebrews 4.12, very familiar scripture. For the Word that God speaks is alive and full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating to the dividing line of the breath of life, soul, and the immortal spirit. That's what we said yes. earlier about the spirit. It's dividing. When we were born again, the spirit now is trying to relate through the word, because that's what the sword is, is the word, isn't it? Yes. It's trying to penetrate the soulish realm. That new born again experience we have through Jesus 
that spirit that now resides within our spirit, that Holy Spirit, is trying to quicken, bring to life our soulish realm of what we now have in Christ and understanding that truth and that love of God. Let me back up just a, a sentence here. Okay. The Word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword penetrating to the dividing line of the breath of life, soul, and the immortal spirit. That's what this Word of God does. Exposes our soulish realm to the Spirit of God that's in us. That's why we continue to emphasize reading the Word of God. It's our mirror. It's called the mirror. We look into the Word to see who we are in Christ, to understand God's love, to understand the truth versus the lie. Go ahead and continue to read here, and then we'll talk about it. Exposing and sifting and analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. That's why I say a lot of times God does not see us in the flesh. It's in the spirit. Do you recall John 4, 23 and 24? God is a spirit. And he now sees us through his spirit. That perfected spirit. That perfected <laughs> spirit. And he knows the thoughts and intents of that spirit. Yes. Because it's him. And he knows that love and that joy and that peace and long-suffering, gentle and meekness and kindness all dwells within us. Now he's trying to renew that soulish realm where our mind, emotion, and imaginations and thoughts reside. We are in right standing with God because we've believed that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and he paid the ultimate price for our sins. If you don't go any further with your walk with God, you're saved. Because Amen. that Spirit of God, just what we read, resides within you. That's why we want to make it clear. You are born again. Your spirit has been born again. Now, it's entirely up to you. This is your part. This is where you seek and you ask God and you knock. It's up to you whether you want to have a full, abundant life that we read about when we quoted John 10.10, 10, mm -hmm. that Christ came to give us an abundant life. So it's my responsibility to seek God. And what you're doing is allowing that Holy Spirit to change your way of thinking. Right. God wants you to be set free, understanding his love. When you understand my love, you're going to be set free and you're not going to be under any condemnation and guilt because that's what you're under is condemnation and guilt. And everyone is under condemnation and guilt, whether they admit it or not. They're in bondage to something in their life. Well, sure. We're all born into that fallen nature. We have that darkness, born in the darkness. 1 John chapter 3, verses 20 and 21. And this is still dealing with the heart, that God knows our heart. He's going to talk to us. He's going to reveal through his word how we can be set free. I'm going to read from the New King James, but then I want you to read from your Amplified, because that does a wonderful job explaining. Sure. 1 John chapter 3, verse 20. For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Just what we read in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Even when our soulish realm condemns us, God still knows our heart. 
because it's been born again by his Holy Spirit. That's how you're identified by God is through the Holy Spirit and only through that Holy Spirit. And God's the only one that knows that truly. Absolutely. Verse 21, this is the growth. This is when you come to the full revelation of understanding God's love that you now have and begins to operate in your life. Verse 21, beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence towards God. We have confidence towards God because we're believing the truth of what God is telling us. John 3.16, God so loved the world. There's no more condemnation. Jesus didn't come to condemn us. God's love is unconditional. I can't fulfill the law. The fulfillment of law is through love. I know I'm going to mess up throughout the day. I'm not going to walk like Jesus walked perfectly. I'm going to mess up. And God knows the thoughts and intents of the heart. Because that's what God's looking at is the heart. The only thing the Holy Spirit's wanting to do now is renew our our soulish realm, our mind, so we can now have victory and walk like Jesus the best we possibly can and walk in that freedom and liberty of God's love so we're not held in bondage and captivity in our mind, allowing things of the world to tear us down. That abundant life. <laughs> that, Total abundant mm, life. That's, that's awesome. In health and just everything that God has for us. He wants to have relationship with us. This born-again experience is now. It starts right now because Amen. we have that spirit within us. It doesn't start when we die and go to heaven. It's now. And God wants to take care of us now. The reason we seek him, we can grow in that love, and he takes care of us through all of our circumstances. And it's through growing an understanding of love and confidence. We have to have confidence in God and what his word says. Everything we've been reading, Terry, we have to have confidence and believe in that word. That's how you're going to be set free. Right. We renew our mind to the word of God, and we begin to see ourselves being perfected in the soulish realm, like our spirits already are. God the Father and Jesus and the Holy Spirit sees us perfect. That's why I keep saying, and you keep saying over and over again, we have nothing to do with this salvation experience. And we see that right now through this word, that we have nothing to do with this. And now our minds have to wrap around that and believe the truth, not the lie, thinking I have to do something to have relationship with God. Before we get back to John, I want to read this in the Amplified. This is the same verses, uh, 1 John 3. King James says it this way, For if our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. We were just talking about that. Here's what the Amplified says. Whenever our hearts in tormenting self-accusations make us feel guilty and condemn us, our self-accusations condemn us. goes on to say, For we are in God's hands. For he is above and greater than our consciences, our hearts. Oh, that born-again experience again, isn't it? Yeah. Of the Spirit. And he knows, perceives, and understands everything. Nothing is hidden from him. Verse 21. 
And beloved, if our consciences, our hearts, do not accuse us, if they do not make us feel guilty and condemn us, we have confidence, complete assurance, and boldness before God. And that's how you can ask anything, and he'll answer your prayer. We have that confidence. Yes. Confidence equals boldness. Boldness equals courage. We believe. We have faith. We trust in God's word. We stand upon that truth. That's what sets us free, totally and completely. There's no more doubt. So when I mess up, God sees my spirit. I know I'm born again by that spirit because his word says it. Now, right now, my actions may not reflect that. But I know I'm not going to let Satan lie to me and tell me I'm unworthy and condemn me and tell me I'm going to hell because I did something that I shouldn't have done. It's a lie because God's word says he loves me unconditionally. And we've shown scripture after scripture to prove that. And I'm standing on that so I can walk in freedom. The most exciting thing to me is that we begin that walk and become more Christ-like as we renew our mind. That possibility exists that we can begin to love like God loves. Yes. That's something to think about. But I do. I want to learn how to love like God loves. God loves me unconditionally. I just, I just wish I could love just a little bit like God loves. But we can now, as we renew our minds, we can begin that process of moving and learning to love like God loves, because we have the truth now. We know, we know that the Spirit of God lives in us because God sent His only begotten Son. He loves me. He loves me. That's why I never want to get over that born-again experience. You never want to forget. No. You never want to forget how you're born again. That's right. By trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ, what he did for me. And that spirit wells within me to prove that he loves me. It proves that I am born again. It proves just how much he does truly love me and wants me to have a victorious life now. And when you get those victories, Mitch, it reassures you. Oh, confidence. That confidence that God does love me because... I'm beginning to show forth the love of God. Wow, where did that come from? It came from the Spirit of God in me. When something, when something that would have upset you years ago, or maybe even last week, now you just kind of say, oh, wow, and you blow it off. That's the love of God beginning to manifest itself. Because I have confidence and trust in what the work at the cross did for me. You believe the truth. I'm walking in reverence and awe of God. Oh, man. For years and years and years, people have been taught that they have to perform a certain way or God will not have a relationship with them. And that puts them in bondage. They're not set free. And what the Lord, from the scriptures we've been reading to them, demonstrates he wants us to be set free. And he's emphatically telling us we're born again by that spirit. That Holy Spirit resides within our spirit. And just meditate upon that and accept that and believe that. You're set free. 
You don't want to sin. You're thanking God when you understand the love that he has for us. That's how you're set free, understanding that love. Therefore, that equals and brings forth confidence. The more I understand that love, I walk in his presence and praising him and thanking him for everything he's given me. I thank him for the salvation. I thank him for the love that he has for me. I thank him for all the provisions he's given me. All the blessings. All the blessings. Hallelujah. And I thank him that he knows I'm going to screw up 30 minutes from now. <laughs> and there's no condemnation. I can be set free. He says, I know your condition because we just read that. God's not disappointed. He, he will never us. leave us nor forsake us. Yes. Mitch, can we go back to the scripture we started with here? Uh, it's in verse 12 of 1 John. 1 John 4, 12. That's what we started with, and we have a little bit ago. <laughs> we read that here a little bit ago. It's the Spirit of God that's leading, leading and guiding us. I know that. It says, no man has at any time yet seen God. And we, but listen to what this Amplified goes on to say. But if we love one another, God abides, lives, and remains in us, and his love, that love which is essentially his, Essentially his mm -hmm, is brought to completion, to its full maturity, runs its full course, is perfected in us. It just explained it, didn't it? it yeah. It, it just explained that you know you're walking in love if you're able to love one another. You know it's perfected. Yes. It's not to condemn you. It's just to encourage you saying... This demonstrates the love of God. That's all that's saying. Never going to leave us. <laughs> it's there. It's there. I'm glad you were led by the Spirit and listened to Man, it. Man, I go tell back you what, to that. That's good. In verse 13, by this we come to know, perceive, recognize, and understand that we abide, live, and remain in Him and He in us because He has given, imparted to us of His Holy Spirit. His Spirit. <laughs> It's Woo! all from God, isn't it? I'm getting it? blessed. <laughs> it's all from God. Yes, it's all from Him. It's all about Him. And we, when we can die to ourselves and, and give up this self-righteousness, this, all this stuff, and just say, thank you, Jesus. That's all we have to say is thank you, Jesus. Yeah. If you did nothing else, if you <laughs> never cracked a Bible, yes. and I'm not encouraging no, no. this, all right? It's better if you do. <laughs> yeah. What I'm trying to emphasize Come on. is God, God's love. You got it. That if you do nothing else but tell him, I love you and thank you for what you've done for me, he's probably, he's happier than, I don't even know how to describe it. He's happy because you know, you're acknowledging that it is through him that you have this experience. That's all you're doing. You know why you can say that, Mitch? Why is that? Because before you knew him, he loved you. He loved you in your Darkest hour, when you didn't, when you were so far away from him, you couldn't see up from down, right from left, but he loved you. That's right. And now that you've recognized that and begin to walk in that truth, you can experience the love of God. That passes all understanding. <laughs> and it does, doesn't it? Oh. <laughs> because our minds can't grasp that kind of love. We've been sitting here trying to explain <laughs> the love of God. We're just not going to get it done. Oh, we're working on it. We're in process. We're digging into the Word. We're learning to let the Holy Spirit of God reveal stuff to us. It's that revelation knowledge, that knowing God. The more we know the Word, the more we know God. 
Am I getting excited here or yes, what? Yes, <laughs> you are. But we have that confidence. Yes. We're resting in the Lord, what has been revealed to us. Yeah. And standing on that. And that's what we want to reveal to the listeners. We want them to have that revelation. Verse 14. And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent the Son as the Savior of the world. How many times have we said that? I know. <laughs> but, you know, it's all yes. repetition in the Bible. That's what it is. Because he's trying to convey this thought. That's why we're so excited about these scriptures now. There's more revelation coming all the time from the Word of God. That's why you want to crack the Bible. Yes. And get that revelation. <laughs> you want to grow in that love. Yes. And the Holy Spirit is prompting you to do that. Because God wants you to understand Him as much as possible. Because you were talking about it earlier, how the Holy Spirit is always wanting to give us something. Wants us to have more of yes. Him. And when we move towards that, when we seek Him, when we run towards Him, when we open the Word of God, He says, here He comes. Here He comes, Father. Here He comes. We're going to give Him more. <laughs> How much does God have for us? Well, I'm going to blow you away some more here in verse 15, okay? <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in Him, and He in God. That's clear. God abides in us if we confess that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. God abides within us. Mm -hmm. That is good. 16. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God mm -hmm. is love. And he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. Okay. You read from your Amplified. You're all glowy. Uh, I'm jazzed here. <laughs> 16. And we know, understand, recognize, are conscious of, by observation and by experience, Ooh. and believe, adhere to, and put faith in, and rely on the love God cherishes for us. God is love. And he who dwells and continues in love dwells and continues in God. And God dwells and continues in him. That'll just, stop you in your tracks, won't it? <laughs> that's just what we've been talking about, Terry. Yeah. First John 4. These, this is awesome, awesome stuff. The whole book of First John. It's just a beautiful expose on the love of God. That's always been there for us. Isn't that why John was called the Beloved? Yeah. Beloved? Amen. He, I think he had a clear understanding of God's love. He wrote the book and <laughs> called himself the Beloved. He had a clear understanding of God's love. 